Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that, and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, episode 35. It's all about you. Project and Change Management Series, Getting Organized, Now You Can Help Others, our Operational Leaders episode. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green & Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green & Company Transformation Academy. The Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. And because K Green & Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. So if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we are in the middle or I really should say we're in the beginning of the It's All About You Project and Change Management Training Series. If you have not listened to the opening episodes, you know me, pause this episode or go back and start with episode 29, which is the introductory episode talking about why I began this training series and what you can expect. And I assure you that it's going to be a good use of your time as what we've learned so far leads to what I'm going to talk about in this episode and those episodes coming up. So one of the skills we're training on is getting organized. Getting organized is a super fundamental skill and step in becoming a stronger project of change management leader and really a better leader in general. But we're talking about getting organized from the perspective of not only you getting yourself together as an individual, but also you communicating and projecting the fact that you are organized. So if you haven't already listened to episode 33, getting organized you first, I encourage you to go back and listen and then come back to this episode. And then what follows episode 33 is is episode 34, Getting Organized, Organizing Your Sponsors, where I explain the answers that you need to create for your project and change teams and their leadership, aka sponsors, before they ever have to ask those questions. And I spent the majority of that episode explaining why you should help your project or change sponsors to get organized. And I trained you on how to go about that. So I have a few more things that I want to say about getting organized, focusing on how to get operational leaders organized, your project and change team members organized, stakeholders who may or may not have any direct involvement with a project or change, even getting your manager and your vendor and external partners organized. And you can listen to all of those trainings today if your heart desires. And once you listen to those, you can look forward to organizational episodes regarding the systems, processes and tools that you need to support effective project and change management leadership, all of which I'm going to drop so that you can continue your learning this week. So, like I said, it is to your benefit to listen to these trainings in the order that I released them, because whatever we learn, we build upon that in the very next episode. So let's get into today's episode. I'm going to talk about helping operational leaders get organized. So operational leaders are those who supervise the team members that will actually work on your project or change. And as a project and change management leader or someone who is embracing that kind of leadership, which I think you all should, you need to do much of what I spoke about with sponsors, do these same things with operational directors. So here's the first thing, though, that I am going to admit. So close your ears if you're a project or change sponsor. 
project and change sponsors often say that they've relayed to operational directors the fact that the project or change is about to occur or in some cases is already underway and that the support that they need from their operational leaders, they've already told them. And while they may have either in their own heads communicated that or briefly communicated to their leaders in passing, and sometimes they really do connect with their or some or all of their operational leaders, I have made, and anybody who has experience with this is probably going to agree, I made hundreds of calls over the past few years, or past several years rather, to operational leaders, those directors, assistant directors, assistant vice presidents, managers, and others, and have found that in many cases, more often than not, operational leaders are either not aware of the project of change at all, they may be aware of the project of change, but they are not aware that their support either is directly needed or the support of their staff is needed. And when leaders do have some perspective about the project of change, it usually is not within the full context that I just discussed with the sponsor. So in many cases, operational leaders have not determined who from their teams will work on a project of change, and they have yet to assign those resources, nor have they even communicated with their team. So this is why you want to take this step before speaking with the actual project and change team members, but after you've spoken with the sponsors, because again, you don't want to be the one that tells the operational leaders team member that he or she is assigned to a project of change team, even if you think you know who they're going to assign or you think those team members are already aware. So This is a group of individuals, those operational leaders that you want to establish shared understanding with them about the project and change because you're now relaying directly on behalf of the project and change sponsor, which is the gospel about whatever it is the project is supposed to be focused on. So you're relaying what are we doing? Why are we doing it? How we plan to get it done, at least at a high level, what we need to get there. You should also use this interaction to get the perspective from those operational leaders on what they think it's going to take to be successful. So you should be building relationship right now with this person by engaging them individually, asking them what they think we need to consider or be aware of, treating them like the experts that they are who have oversight for the operational team members that you are going to need their subject matter expertise for. Tell these leaders who else you plan to talk to. So list the departments that you plan to engage, maybe even team names and names of people, and then ask them if they think we are missing anyone who might either need to be involved or who could add value or who will have an opinion about the project of change. And I'll talk about in the next episode why you do want to ask this question. You can also ask them if you've worked on, if they've worked on an initiative in the past that brings anything to mind that they can think you should consider, either that we need to be able to address in this project, we need to avoid it at all costs, or leverage for this project of change. And you'll be surprised how you gain historical and organizational knowledge in this moment which then positions you to develop organizational capital by asking this question of each and every operational leader that you speak to and really listen to what they have to say. Then you go in to go ahead and qualify what your next action or actions are going to be. Explain that you're about to begin engaging individual team members and you ask the leader who he or she is going to be assigning. And then you ask with the follow up statement or make the follow up statement almost right away, such as I understand you might not already be ready to confirm um, who you're going to assign. But if you'll let me know as soon as possible, because I'm trying to schedule the project or change kickoff meeting and I want to make sure that I have both your experts at the table and I also be sending an email to those colleagues ahead of that meeting and I want to also include you and your staff on that and by the way can you tell me if you plan to attend that first meeting or each of those meetings just so I can include you in the invites and accommodate your availability 
So handling your outreach to operational leaders helps you build rapport, which turns into that coveted relationship capital that I talked to you about an entire episode. That was episode 18. You build rapport with people quickly. You make the sponsor look good because you're proactively engaging these operational leaders on their behalf, which means those operational leaders feel like the sponsor values their input and their team members. And you're also treating each operational leader with the respect that he or she should have before you go off contacting their team members directly. And this is an important second step, the step that you take after you've gotten the sponsor organized because you give the operational leaders an opportunity to validate what you said the project of change focus is, then they can go follow up directly if the, with the sponsor if they choose to. You give them a chance to speak with their own leadership, to speak with their team members, and you put them on the offense, especially if the sponsor didn't relay as much as they thought they did to that operational leader. And rather than them revealing that to you or even saying that the sponsor didn't do that part. Instead, they can have a validation style discussion with the sponsor to help make sure they deliver upon the project and change needs based on the sponsor's expectations. So you also, you know, this is a bonus for you because now they have a a direct point of contact, which is you, that project and change management leader, to direct inquiries and questions and thoughts. And they begin engaging you either by telling you things that they've heard since y'all have spoken or even in that moment, they may tell you some things that you know, it's already going around the rumor mill. They start to direct people to you who have questions. And then just like that, you are now in the driver's seat, both in reality, but from their perspective, which is probably most important. So you wrap up this engagement by reiterating your next action, the timeline in which you plan to take said action. And then you're reassuring your operational leaders that you want to make sure you don't move ahead of their ability to communicate with their team members. So again, you're reiterating the urgency for them to do so, of course. So you ask them to let you know who will be on the team. And if they don't give you names at that moment, ask them to do so in the next day or two. And then, of course, when that time goes by, if you haven't heard anything, follow up with them and get those names. So ask if you can also do anything for them to support that effort. Sometimes they'll say, no, I'm all good. Thank you for the call or the outreach. And others will say, yes, can you actually please send an email about everything you just talked about? Or some others might say, can you put a meeting on the calendar for me and my staff to talk about this with you? Whatever it is they ask, your answer is yes, I'd be happy to. And then you make good on that step as soon as possible. So just in the last two episodes, you have acquired knowledge on how to handle two extremely important constituent groups, project and change manager sponsors, and then operational leaders, the people who supervise the folk who are actually going to do this work. And when it comes to preparing for the start of a project, getting these colleagues organized is super important and it's like throwing yourself an alley-oop in a game of basketball you are helping yourself and by now you should be able to conclude that a strong and an awesome project and change manager of course is in the people business something I talked about many episodes back but recognizes that everyone has to be managed now this is probably the only time you're going to hear me say that people have to be managed because later in this training I'm going to say uh no people don't need to be managed they need to be led rather tasks decisions and outcomes need to be managed but in this case what I mean by everyone has to be managed is that you need to lead people to the water that you want them to drink And the water that you want your project sponsors to drink is assigning and communicating your authority as a project and change management leader, giving you access to them as sponsors, green lighting your work to begin work on the project on their behalf, which means you're representing them. And then the water that you want operational leaders to drink is accepting your authority as a project and change management leader, communicating that fact and the for the project and change to their team members, and then also sharing their expert knowledge with you 
about who else needs to be involved in their past experiences to help you build your relationship and organizational capital. So two things you need to succeed as a project and change management leader is, is this kind of support from the organization. So you are managing sponsors and operational leaders from the perspective that they need to be directed to do what the project or change needs them to do and what you need them to do to help ensure that that project or change is successful and that it's off to a productive and healthy start. You're also helping to guarantee that when you reach out to them again, they will respond to you and make themselves available to you because you add value to their lives and you use their time wisely. And I can't tell you how much of a barrier project and change managers who don't possess strength in this area, they just hit a brick wall at the onset. It's very difficult to lead a project well or change well when you cannot access the operational leaders and the sponsor, most importantly. So really developing and honing your skills is going to make you a better leader in this area. So that's it for the getting organized. Now you can help others operational leaders episode. My goal with this episode was to help you get the real on how operational leaders come to know what project and changes are happening. The degree to which project and change sponsors either may or may not have relayed the need for those resources. And then I provided you some training on how to manage the engagement with operational leaders as a critical step before you ever engage the project or change teams directly. So uh, up next is our getting organized. Now you can help others team members episode. So go ahead and push play on that right after you finish this. Thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, the transformation podcast is focused on holistic development, development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com and I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life in your career and in business, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right, talk to you soon. Thank y'all.